0: Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose is focused on educating, empowering, and investing in women to support them with harnessing an entrepreneurial mindset to create the change in the world for the greater good. Through this series, we connect with women from all across New Zealand to inspire, teach, and share their pearls of wisdom through storytelling and sharing. I'm Katherine Vandermeulen, the founder of Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. welcome to Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. We are joined by Elle Bell, the founder of Space2Co. How are you?
1: Hi, Kath. I'm really good, thank you. How are you? Good, thank you. So, tell us, who is Elle Bell? Um, So, yeah, my name's Elle. um, As you can probably tell from my accent, I am a native um, native from I'm originally from the UK, but I moved to New Zealand about four years ago. Um, and I um, am an entrepreneur who's basically working to build a business called Space to Co in New Zealand, um, whose purpose is basically to help people create their communities in local spaces. Um, and so that takes up most of my time. And um, that's my um, that's my purpose and what I'm what I'm working towards. But outside of work, um, I love cycling getting out hiking i love how beautiful new zealand is and how easy it is to be either on a black sand beach and surfing one day and then um you know up in the mountains the next day it's just such incredible scenery and and just the most beautiful place i could possibly live and and feel very very grateful to be here um and then outside of trying to be outside and in the sunshine as much as possible i've a recent um convert to improv theater so I'm training myself to be um, on stage and doing improv Um it's been a super fun and creative way to get out of my comfort zone a bit.
0: I was gonna say that would certainly take you out of your comfort zone. I want to explore the word space. Yeah. What does space actually mean to you in your business?
1: So um, for us it basically means any kind of space either inside or outside that that people can can book to do something with their family or community so um, it's a place that's you know it could be a space for a kid's first birthday party it could be a space for your wedding it could be a space for you to um, do a kid's holiday program um, or it could be a space for you to you might have had this idea for a side hustle where you want to start teaching crochet at the weekends um, so it's any space that kind of helps you connect and grow your community or spend time with the people that are most important to you
0: and so what was your original call to adventure to starting Space2Co and
1: um, for me it was about solving my own problem so when I moved to New Zealand I was I didn't know anyone had no friends and I wanted to Meet like minded people, and um, I looked into setting up my own little community group on Meetup. Uh, I have this idea of maybe doing a, a, a crochet group because that was something I was into in the UK. And I found it so hard to find the right space, it was really difficult to understand what the pricing was, what was available, um, whether it was going to be free for you know at the times that I wanted. And it just it just seems so difficult for something where, at the same time, I was also exploring this new country that I was living in, finding it so easy to to book a bedroom on Airbnb, and yet it was so difficult to book a space by the hour to meet a bunch of people. I just thought, why isn't this easier? And I, I kind of just got a bit obsessed with the problem. Um, at the time, I was working with the company that transferred me over to New Zealand, and it was... It was occupying my thoughts and I ended up um, doing a, uh, an evening class with AUT and it was called Practical Entrepreneurship and I took, they helped me take the idea from kind of idea to validating it, to interviewing customers and, and through this process and, and as part of that I, um, I came across a company called space Deco co in uh, Perth and realized that they would had the same kind of light bulb moment and were doing the same thing and they already had built a platform. And I have to say when I first saw it, a, a bit of my ego was dented because I thought I had this amazingly brilliant idea of like the yeah, Airbnb for community spaces. Um and I saw it and I thought, oh no, someone's already built it. And I looked through the website and said, oh, they've done a really, really good job of it as well. This is a great website. And it took me a couple of weeks and I kind of thought, oh, hang on a minute. Someone's already built it. <laughs> that's actually a good thing. And I um, cold called the 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 CEO and said, love what you guys are doing. Are you thinking about coming to New Zealand? And they said, no, not really. We're kind of busy here in Perth. And um, I said, well, if I brought it to New Zealand and they said, oh, that's interesting. We could be international. And um, that's where the story started in terms of space to come in New Zealand. So. It, it took a little bit for me to, you know, as as an as an entrepreneur, I'd always had this idea that I would grow something completely from scratch and that I would be part of the design of it. But I realized that my desire to solve the problem was much greater than my desire to create something. And that actually getting to team up with some people that had already done it and, and knew, what, you know, had been on a journey beforehand was a much quicker way to get to solving the problem. So yeah, we kind of joined forces and uh, Space to Co New Zealand saw uh, launched in, I think it was July 2019.
0: And I think that word really became the power uh, behind 2020, which was around collaboration. You know, there's so many people who, who I've spoken to throughout the year um, that really you know, in your in the same way that you're talking about, have kind of come together with another organisation, not necessarily having to start from scratch, collaborating with competitors, you know, all these different ways that people have actually joined forces, knowing that we can't all go after the same thing if there is already something built that we can always go along that journey uh, together. And I don't think um, businesses have really been that open-minded to that approach before kind of, or a little bit, but more so amplified in 2020.
1: Yeah, it certainly gets to the, you know, why, why start from scratch? If there's something out there, it's, it's got to be quicker and better. And um, yeah, I, I also, I mean, one of my really strong values is don't waste things, don't waste time, don't waste resources. If something already exists, you know, use it um, or reuse it. So yeah, it, it was a real strong values alignment.
0: So I'm sure on the journey over the last couple of the years there've been trials and tribulations that you've experienced on the road to achieving your goals and the impact that you're having now. Are you open to sharing some of those highs and lows and maybe the everything in between?
1: Of course. <laughs> um, yeah, there's certainly been lots of those. I think, I think probably for for me one of the biggest things was um, you know the the big idea of uh, that I had was that it's it's the Airbnb for community spaces and that all types of space would would want to jump onto the platform like church spaces and community theatres and bars with back rooms and there's I I did a lot of reading and and learning about marketplaces and the theories behind how you start marketplaces and uh, learning from the you know all of the, the the big players out there and and pretty much the advice is concentrated universe and the idea of a concentrated universe is that you solve a very specific problem for a very specific set of users and i knew this and understood it and then thought no but this is bigger you know everyone's going to want to jump on this straight away i can't i can't see how everyone doesn't see that there's a huge opportunity here and i spent probably too long a time basically trying to um attract absolutely everyone and anyone to list on the platform and, and not really understanding that, that idea of the concentrated universe is, is a super important place to start, because until you have that, you actually you just have um, a very diluted <laughs> universe and you're not actually providing any value to anyone. So um, it was one of the big learnings and pivot points that, that Space Deco had a, as a company, which was, yes, we we can solve the problem for for kind of any space that wants to jump on board and maybe start taking bookings for functions and events and meetings. But actually, the customer with the biggest need is um, larger facilities like council community centres, uh, libraries, recreational facilities, or larger community-led venues like churches that make a significant portion of their income from from venue hire, because they actually have a much higher volume of bookings. That once they start using our platform they can they can both attract lots more people to it because they've suddenly overnight made it easier for them to take bookings, but equally they can hugely reduce the admin of, of managing those bookings because we completely automate all the invoicing and payments and receipts, which takes hours to reconcile if you're a community centre. And once we kind of realised that we had something that was actually quite unique, there isn't really much software that is so specifically built for community centres. And we started really... I mean, working side by side with the customers in the community centers saying, what is it you need? You know, okay, bonds are a problem. Right. We'll automate that. And we've suddenly sort of really honed in on that is the problem to be solved. So I think that kind of um, that journey from, "Okay, yes, we could solve a lot of problems for a lot of different people. But actually, let's just solve one specific problem for a specific group of people and grow and build from there. That's been a, a huge learning for me that that. You know, that concentrated universe is, is a real thing. And, and I shouldn't have just thought, yeah, not not for us, though. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that's that been quite a big one. And it's, it's actually quite clarifying and helpful to know, OK, we've got a product and we've got a customer and it fits. Now, how can we reach as many people as possible? And
0: so thinking about two of my favorite words, bravery and courage, and those being leading traits of entrepreneurs, how have they played out in your experiences?
1: Oh, that's such a good question. I think um, this is this is a very personal one, um, but for me, I kind of had this, you know, when I was dreaming of what my life might be as an entrepreneur, you kind of think a lot more. Well, for me, I, I was very excited about getting into maybe designing the product and helping solve people's problems, but I maybe hadn't realized naively how much of being an entrepreneur actually involves selling. And how much it involves literally ringing, cold calling people and going, I've got this thing, would you like it, it can help you. And I didn't realise how much of maybe a fear of rejection I had, and that it was really quite, um, it it was stopping me, uh, make those important phone calls and building those relationships, because a part of me was just really afraid to hear, no, sorry, it's not for us, or it's not, it's not right for us, and I kind of had this this fear of of selling, I suppose, and um I also there's a part of me that's that doesn't want to disturb people, you know you don't want to ring up and you know people are busy and they don't want to hear from you and I had all of that kind of baggage and and probably a lot of limiting beliefs around my ability to do that um so for me, getting over that fear of picking up the phone. And just being okay. And and that was partly why I, I took up improv, <laughs> because I realized that if you could get up on stage and do an improvised scene with someone that, that and that was far scarier than picking up the phone, that maybe if I went for something, if I tried to get myself into a frame of mind where I could do something that was so unbelievably scary that everything else seemed less scary, um, that was sort of part of how I got over that fear and and kind of found the courage to to start picking up the phone and, and the other things I did that helped, um, were I reached out to people that had maybe been in a similar situation with me that had gone from a fairly corporate environment to suddenly having to, you know, be an entrepreneur and, and, and sell what they were doing and talk to them and learn from them about how they'd faced into this challenge. And I also found, um, reaching out to, uh, I, there's a, a brilliant organization called one up, one down that pairs, um, females with with other uh, people maybe a few rungs above them in their journey and um had some amazing mentors through there one of which told me um you should never fear your experiences you know your experiences your experiences however life plays out they're your experiences and whether they feel bad or good at the time you shouldn't fear them you should just face into them and, and and see what life throws at you because that's kind of you know the point of life And she taught me as well, you know, trust yourself, you know, you've got this and whatever happens, it's not the, the the fear of rejection or they're not rejecting you personally. There's nothing wrong with you. It's just uh, they're rejecting that idea at that point in time. So those things will help me.
0: And that they might be at a different stage of the journey. And, you know, then we take all those different things on board uh, to only better ourselves and better our business and not to necessarily put those up as blocks and fears. And they do say that 90% of people who don't step forward to start their own ventures is actually comes from a place of fear of a lot of those things that you have uh, just mentioned. So I'm so glad that you were able to share that. And I'm sure that a lot of uh, women around the world listening uh, will also be able to take those things on board. And you know, your idea of uh, jumping up on stage, that would be probably one of my greatest fears. Uh, <laughs> picking up the phone and calling uh, anyone and everyone, as I did with you many months ago, um, I have no fear in the world. But, yes, putting me on stage in front of other people, absolutely.
1: Yeah. I think also a lot of the, you know, teach yourself sales literature it doesn't it doesn't come from a female mindset. Um, and, and another thing that I find helpful, uh, again, that um, another female entrepreneur told me is, do you know what if you don't tell people about what you do and the product and how it can help them everybody loses you know so it's it's reframing it from a point of you just want to help people um rather than you want to sell to people um i found that kind of reframing a bit really helpful and hopefully that might help other other women who have these ideas and and couldn't face you know picking up the phone and and not knowing what's going to come next so you
0: touched on purpose early on in our conversation. What does that word holistically mean to you?
1: It was, I think one of the biggest factors in my decision to move move on from a, a career that I had loved and done for 12 years and got so much out of that um, realized that it, it wasn't giving me the purpose that I, I kind of sought. Um So, for me, the purpose is about using my most precious resource, which is my time and my energy towards solving a problem i I really really care about um, it's and it, and it 's a it's a privilege to to get up every day and be able to work on that problem and and do it for the people that i'm building and growing these relationships with both the the people who are these incredible community organizers who we just want to make it easier for them to do what they do because those people that put their hand up to set up a you know a group for refugee women or a a kids dance class are the ones making a massive impact in our communities and we just need to help them get what they need as quickly as possible and then also just the amazing people that staff and volunteer at these community centers knowing that we can free up their time to do what they do best as well so grow their community activate their community do more programming rather than you know chasing invoices Um, having that purpose is something that motivates me every day. Um, And I think another part of purpose is, is growing a business that I get to have a say in how it blends in with the lifestyle I want to create. It's, it's lovely to be able to plan out my week to my schedule. And, you know, if I need to take a morning off to go and do something, I can do that without asking anyone's permission. And that was really, really important to me to start to build more of a, uh, a work that aligns with with my lifestyle and making sure that I can make the most out of my time here in New Zealand and and give back as well.
0: And so thinking about some of your daily rituals and routines that support you in becoming the best version of yourself are you open to sharing some of those?
1: Yeah I, I, I mean if we had a three-hour podcast I could probably talk for a long time about this because um, thinking about rituals and routines and habits is something that is is super important especially when there's pretty much just just me and one other person in New Zealand working on this so how I spend my time is is just crucial to success so um for me one of the most important things about rituals and routines is about reducing decision making so I was getting really caught up in having to make lots and lots of decisions so I have a really really strict morning routine which I don't question so get up do some sort of exercise be it bike ride go to the gym um walk the dog i always try and make space for a little bit of creative writing because that's something i'm working on this year and i make space for meditation because i know that i have a very very busy racing mind and that the more i can do to sort of find calm and clarity is important and then every day i block out the first four hours to be working on what's most important in the business be that reaching out to new people be it rolling out a new space that's joined the platform be it writing some helpful content that will help others kind of reach their communities um, and then afternoons are for meetings and um, you know other commitments and I try and be done a try and be done by sort of 5.30, to, 6.00 to do the the second dog walk of the day and finish my day but doesn't always happen.
0: And so thinking about this time of global change that everyone is experiencing, how have you used that to create new opportunities?
1: That's, such a, that, that's um, been a big thing for us as a business that, um, a business that makes their revenue through people meeting together in spaces. A year where we've had several lockdowns in both Australia and New Zealand has made things quite challenging for us. Um, but it's also been incredibly clarifying um, and has, has really helped us um, understand what we need to do to, to better serve our customers. So I think when the when the pandemic first kicked off, we all sort of thought, how can we help? And, and we came up with all these crazy ideas for how we could repurpose the platform to help food banks and, you know, book slots to come and pick up food or various ideas. And actually, we realised that... Um, We already had a group of customers that we could serve and help um, them get through the pandemic. So we um, implemented things like if you've taken a load of bookings and you go into lockdown, you can basically uh, understand how much money you've lost through cancelled bookings, which will help you get funding or get JobKeeper payments from the government. helps us understand how just how important it is for anyone that works in a you know local government community space to be able to access data from their home um so that's helped us sort of work with with councils to to improve those processes so for us it was more of a sort of clarification that that what we're doing is super super important to help people get on with what they need to do when we go in and out of lockdowns but it's also just been so wonderful to see that as soon as lockdowns are over, the first thing people want to do is get back together in their communities. And we are absolutely privileged to see thousands and thousands of bookings go through the the platform and see, you know, what all the cool things people are doing together as, as soon as these lockdowns are over. Um, so that's that's just great.
0: And what are some of those things that people are gathering together to do again?
1: Oh, gosh, it's just um. It's, just such a range i mean we've got everything from bonsai tree societies to mahjong to um, language classes zumba um, birthday parties um, just everything and anything you can think of you just realize how passionate people are about their their particular interest and an interesting change we've seen actually since lockdowns is the amount of people looking for a much cl- space a space much closer to home where they can work but not go into the office so they don't want to commute and take public transport and um you know have the long commute they were used to but equally they've got kids and they they need some they need some space so we've seen a lot of people booking hot desks in local community spaces that's been a bit of a trend since um since people have started working from home more so that's quite fascinating to see that shift actually happen in in real life
0: and so thinking about you in the next 12 months where will your focus on
1: impact be um our our focus on impact uh, sorry our focus for the next 12 months is we've i think in 2020 even in spite of the pandemic we've proven that that basically we can support councils increase their bookings so seen some increases about 30% by just moving to a much better customer experience online and that they can create economic development opportunities for other local spaces like churches and community theatres. So what we want to do is take what we've done and we'd love to partner with councils across New Zealand who are innovative and looking to solve the problem of how you connect local people with spaces in a way that saves everyone time. So our plan this year is basically to try and connect and build relationships with as many district councils in New Zealand as possible to take some of the stuff that we're starting to do with Auckland Council and spread it further because we would love, I mean, the vision of the 15-minute city is where you can, from your house, basically find somewhere that you can shop and go to a park, but also I think it should include being able to book a community space, be it a church, be it a school hall, be it a recreational centre. So we love to take that vision further and really make it easy for people to access and book spaces local to them across New Zealand. So what's that one thing that you
0: were super passionate about that you would like to call to our entrepreneurial women with purpose community to take action on?
1: I think, um, you know, my, my journey, I never, I never really thought I'd be here, but my call to, to action was, was I found a problem. That i thought was fixable and even though it's a bit mad and maybe you have to be a bit mad but i decided to solve it and i think to anyone who's got that problem solving urge who's found something that's really eating them or niggling them don't be afraid to take just a tiny step towards solving that problem because you know you might just be the one that that solves it and that could be as as little as interviewing a few people who you think might be interested in that problem and getting their thoughts and then maybe interviewing a few more and then maybe doing a night course or or finding a way to maybe meet with some people that have done something similar because it step by step by step you really can get towards solving the problem so yeah it's just don't think someone else is going to solve it if you if you want to solve it find a way to to take a few steps towards it
0: well thank you Elle so much for sharing your journey towards um space to co and everything that you are doing now to empower yourself with courage and bravery uh, and lead from a place of purpose.
1: Thanks Kath, it's been wonderful.
0: Toitu EnviroCare is an important and valued partner for entrepreneurial women with purpose in our collective approach to New Zealand being carbon zero by 2030. Through measuring, managing and reducing our carbon impact, we can all be contributors to the goal. Check out their new SMB and farming tools at toitu.co.nz.